0: Welcome
1: to Vitality Radio. My name's Jared St. Clair, and I am so excited for a couple of reasons today. I was just talking to my next guest, and we met we've met twice at a couple of different types of events. We met originally in Los Angeles at the Defeat the Mandates rally, spoke for just a couple of minutes there as we were grabbing food from the buffet table. And then we got a chance to actually speak for a good hour or so at uh, a Better Way Expo in St. George, Utah, just a few weeks ago. And I was, you know, if you're like me, you see people in. Media, in movies, uh, on YouTube, playing songs. I'm a massive, massive music fan, and there's nothing I love more than singer-songwriters. It it is my thing, and I love guitar. I tried to figure out how to play it a long time ago, <laughs> and it, I found out that my instrument, I guess, is my voice. So I just talk now for a living instead. But uh, I have so much admiration for people who can pluck those strings so beautifully. But that's just playing the guitar is one thing writing and singing your own songs has a power all its own. and as I was saying when you when you meet somebody who you've looked up to and who you've appreciated from afar the talent that they have and then you recognize that that guy seems to be exactly what he presents himself to be uh, in those videos and in that music, it's such it's almost a relief. Uh, that there is no pretense or any of the other BS that we end up with so many times from people that we admire who have that talent that we kind of wish we had. Well, that's, how this guy is 5 times august if you've not heard of 5 times august well shame on you because uh well honestly I'd never heard of him either until he started writing protest songs a couple of years ago Brad Skistimus is here on Vitality Radio our 300th podcast Brad welcome to Vitality Radio Thanks for having me Jared it's great Hey uh so this is this really is exciting because for for a couple of reasons you've been uh, gracious enough to uh, not only spend your time with me today, but also to spend your some of your show, some of your talent, share some of your talent with my listeners. We're going to have live music on Vitality Radio for the first time ever, which is really, really cool. F- Fifteen years, I've never had a musician on uh, singing and playing, so that's I got to wow. put a stop to that right now. Well, I'm honored. Thank you. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do this. If if you are listening to Vitality Radio. And you've been listening for a while. I'm gonna guess a high percentage of the people listening have already heard some of these songs. I don't know, maybe not. It'll be interesting to find out and I'd love to hear your feedback. But I want to go ahead and start out, Brad, if it's okay with you playing us a song, and then we'll talk a little bit about how you found yourself as a protest musician uh after all the years of playing and, and writing songs prior to all this mess that's been happening the last few years. Sure.
2: Okay. Um Let's see. So I thought I'd play. Uh, I thought I'd play uh, the the title track from the new album called "Silent War." Excellent.
3: Somebody sailing a new religion. Some. Nobody wants so all the strife and division is driving us out of our minds. They're telling the world not to trust their own eyes. They're telling the people they're wrong. They're keeping the truth for their power and gain taking whatever we've got and some of you eat all the lies you've been fed some of you just go along training accepting inside of your head to give them whatever they want You're leaving your brothers and sisters behind You're told it's the best thing to do You're shutting out friends cause you're told that's what's right Now they win Because all of us lose And it's so sad Watching these times as they change And it's so bad The battle's been violent and strange As they lock us in doors in a prison of this silent war. someone is trying to sell you the cure. The same one who made the disease. And they'll try to convince you and make you feel sure. But hey, there ain't no guarantees. They covered your mouth and they've tied back your hands. They did it to all of the kids. Nobody knows all the damage it's done It won't ask until the master permits And it's so sad Watching these times as they change And it's so bad Silent and strange, we all shout behind doors in a prison of this silent war. So take back your freedom and fight for your life. Stand up before it's all gone. Take back your freedom and fight for your life. Stand up before it's all gone. Cause it's so. Sad. Watching these times as they change, and it's so bad. The battle's been violent and strange. We can't let them take more, we can't let them win this silent war. So take back what is yours. Do not let them win this silent war.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Brad. You're welcome. So this is so simple. It's a man and his guitar, but the power is in the message and the lyrics. And I hope you listened closely to the words. I hope that you'll spend a little bit of time uh, looking at the lyrics of these songs as I have over the last few days. Again, for the, for, it's been a while since I've gone back and and read through them. In fact, it's funny right before we connected today, that's the, those are the lyrics I read. Uh, Mm. And it's, it's powerful stuff. You, you have a gift for sure. And I think it's, I have a confession to make. So again, I've never heard I'd never heard of you. I didn't know what what 5 times August was. I didn't know if it was a guy or a band or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You have a a little bit of a confusing mm-hmm. name. <laughs> <that> you explained <laughs> to me a, a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. um and then, you know, Silent War comes out and Sad Little Man and mm-hmm. I will not be leaving quietly and these mm-hmm. songs, every single one just resonated and I started listening and, and just letting YouTube play and whatever the next song was. And at that time I kept getting, you know, these recent songs that are on the, the new album, Silent War. But mm-hmm. yesterday uh, we spoke for just a couple minutes in preparation of this. And I, I went over to Spotify and I just hit play. And the first two songs are old songs. Uh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you probably look at your Spotify from time to time, but they're sure. not off Silent War, right? yeah, and I was like, man, why I've been missing out? This is some good stuff. <laughs> uh, it's not it's not all about sad little men and silent wars. There's some other stuff. No. and I uh, yeah. I appreciate it. So I'm gonna say oh. this, just a little plug oh. for my friend here. The new <laughs> album is Silent War. It came out in November, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. I am, I have so many CDs. I have so many uh, LPs, vinyl. I've got. I've still got boxes of cassette tapes. I mean, I've been collecting music for years and years and years. I haven't bought anything new, other than a little bit of vinyl here and there, because you know they come out with this limited edition stuff that's cool mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. Um, I'm buying Silent War, and I would <laughs> encourage everybody listening to this to buy it, hold it in your hands, and listen to it old school, um, because a It's an amazing experience to have real music in your hands. I think I still Mm -hmm. love that. And B, you got to support guys like uh, Brad and Five Mm -hmm. Times August. So thank you, Brad. Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. I mean, I'm a music lover myself. I got a bunch of records behind me, I've got CDs on the wall. I still have cassette tapes too. And I grew up always having music, you know, in my hands. And so it was important to me. This album was a sort of a it's a compilation of digital singles that I released at this start of 2021. And so they all kind of led up to this, this album. But I thought, you know, it, it, this is an important document um, that I want people to actually hold in their hands. And, and I even went the extra mile and it put lyrics in the booklet and everything. Oh so really? It's like, I love it. You know? Yeah. It's like a full experience. Cause that's what I loved about, about music, but I've put so much, uh, so much heart into these songs over the last couple of years the, the 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 crazy thing is that i started releasing these songs in 2021 at the beginning of 2021 and i thought you know surely by the end of the year the you know or hopefully sooner than later they'll just sort of be um irrelevant you know i'll I'll make my statement now and they will be irrelevant and the, the irony is the sad irony is that they're more relevant now it's crazy because um you know, the first song that I put out was called God help us all. And I was basically, mm. I thought that that would be like my one statement on the whole thing. Really? I, it's a long song. It's like five minutes. And I just was sort of venting and letting it out because I was wondering why nobody, <laughs> none of my music peers were speaking up. I was uh, thinking about my children and I felt like I got to say something. So they know that their dad spoke up and, um, Soon after that, though, I realized, you know, the feedback that I was getting um, from people was phenomenal, was just a, a a thank you. You know, I had my fan base that I had from doing my old music uh, for 20 years. I started five times August in 2001. And so I had a long, you know, two decades of, of accumulating a fan base, having all my old pop songs, love songs that, that are still, you know, clearly, I guess people are still listening to it, which is great um um but uh to get to this point um and then and then start speaking out two things happened simultaneously it was one i lost a lot of those older fans real mm-hmm. fast but i started gaining um newer fans at a much quicker rate um which told me that i wasn't alone and it told me that my i needed to let other people know that they're not alone too which was how this album sort of ended up coming together um was was just a series of songs to say hey you know you're not alone i'm not alone um you know let's let's fight through this together and so if you listen to the album top to bottom the songs are in the order that i wrote and released each song so the oh, cool. story the story is there from start to finish of of how it came to be um of what we've gone through together over the last uh over the last i guess it, it sort of i would say it sort of ends uh, in September of last year, but I've already, you know, sort of started a volume two. So, you know, I'm just going to keep on going with it, but I really appreciate that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that you, that you're getting the album.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you that, that even makes me more excited. I am such a geek when it comes to music and concept albums, are my favorite albums. I love mm-hmm. an album yeah. that you know is cohesive like that and tells a story. And I mm-hmm. hadn't even thought about that. I've looked mm-hmm. at the track listing, mm-hmm. but I didn't think about the chronology of it. That's that's actually mm-hmm. even more exciting to me. I love it. So yeah. this, um, I, I'm trying not to just be a fan here. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we'll talk about all these other things too. Mm-hmm. But but I really am, and it's exciting stuff. So its it's funny because you mentioned your kids. You know I've got kids I'll always remember a moment um there's a few moments during 2020 and 2021 that that I don't know that I've ever shared much on the show if at all my very first protest um, was in April of 2020 with my two little ones uh, eight years old and and uh, 10 11 at that uh, and we I have picked my one of my favorite pictures if you can have a favorite picture of a pandemic,
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> is with
1: my little guy on top of my shoulders with a we're all essential sign. Oh, and good. uh so I just love that you mentioned that and that your statement is mm-hmm. not just about freedom. It's not just about how you feel, but also to show your kids that there is a a side that we need to take, the side of truth and right. So I I honor that very, mm-hmm. very much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because early on I I tried to keep this sort of side of my music separate from my kids because what I was actually doing pre pandemic stuff was a kid's music project. I was doing a family friendly um, project called the juice box jukebox, which was an album that I made um, here at home with my kids. And it was just, it was supposed to be like, you know, cool kids music that teachers and parents can enjoy too with good, you know, character building themes behind it. And it was doing really well. And I was actually, uh, you know, I was enjoying it. My Headspace has been, you know, a, a father for the past 10 years. So ultimately, right. you know, logically, my my music would sort of lean itself into that world. And, and um, it's a really fun project. I'm really proud of it. And it's found its way into... Um, schools and and homeschool situations and and uh, it's done really well for itself. But that's where my headspace was. And so to go from this clean, the purest, most you know nicest music I could make out of my whole career <laughs> to go from there into this sort of you know uh, this protest realm where there's there's anger and resentment and there's you know um, figuring out what the world is behind these songs. I didn't I didn't really want my kids to you know as we were going through 2020 i knew it all didn't make sense and my kids are seeing you know other friends start masking up and all this other stuff that we saw and i i just didn't want them to be I didn't want them to feel like the world was changing because I wanted their childhood intact. Right. Because you see all this crazy stuff going on. Why is there plexiglass in our stores, right. In between us, everywhere we go, why is everybody wearing a mask, you know, all this stuff. And so by the time, it's been an interesting couple of years because I, I sort of was keeping it separate, like I said, and then little by little, um, you know I had to start explaining it to them more and more and I would say something to my wife that they'd hear like oh youtube actually you know they they uh, censored one of my videos for the first time and I'm having these conversations and then my kids are like why did they why did youtube censor your videos daddy and you know you start sort of one by one piecing this this uh, information together for your children but it wasn't until um I performed at defeat the mandates in January last year in Washington D.C., it was on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, mm-hmm. and um, it was a, 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 an amazing day, an amazing experience. Something that I don't think I ever would have done in my career otherwise—to be on those steps uh, with purpose and intent, connecting with people, making a, a moment in time. But that the the, uh, the event was streamed online, and so the kids, my kids, watched it, and um, I came home from that event, and and they just understood so clearly what daddy was doing now which meant the world to me and i came back from that event they they almost welcomed me back like um a spaceman coming back from space or something like that like i was a a hero in their eyes you know and i could see it and it just made me go okay i'm doing the right thing i know you know everything that i've risked to speak up through my music every every chance i've taken um all those scary moments that you face in the beginning that we all faced in the beginning where we're you know uh like you with your story you know or you face these things and you're like am, am I doing the right thing what you know uh, you know it in your heart but there's there's things that happen that reinforce it you know along the way and uh the moment my kids got it you know and and they get it now you know for sure um 3 years into it which is heartbreaking by the way that 3 years of their life have been devoted to this era in time, but they get it and, you know, they understand that, uh, what propaganda is and, Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. So they're, they're really smart about it. But, um, yeah, that's the fight for me. That's the backbone of it is my kids.
1: I, I love that. And, and it's so critical because we need kids that feel strongly about these things to, you know, fight this battle in the future, right? This isn't going away. In fact, Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting, your song, Silent War that you just played, it's like the war has become even more silent of late, Mm -hmm. right? It's not as Mm -hmm. in your face, but Mm -hmm. it's still there. And uh, we have to be aware and we have to recognize that uh, the time to, you know, put down our Mm -hmm. dukes is is not there yet. So let's talk about this censorship thing. Because mm-hmm. maybe of all of the things that we experienced during the COVID years, um, that was the most alarming and disheartening to me personally. And I wasn't censored per se. I the people in the local radio said, you know, watch your tongue, or we're going to have to take you off the show, the air. But they never did take me off. Mm-hmm. And I I found a way to get the message out mm-hmm. on the podcast and things like that. And thank goodness for whatever reason, podcasts seemingly are mostly untouched, uh, Mm -hmm. as far as censorship, but you've experienced censorship. I have to assume for the first time Mm -hmm. in your life of your music. Mm -hmm. Um, first off, uh, what, what's that looked like in your, in Mm -hmm. your, uh, life and when did it start and, and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, how has that progressed over the last couple of years? Mm -hmm. So pre
2: COVID era, you know, my music was right down the middle. It was clean-cut acoustic singer-songwriter, pop songs, love songs, you know. I never rattled the cage and I was never going to be, I thought, a rebellious protest <laughs> singer. Um so I released God Help Us All and I was like, "Oh gosh, I know I'm going to upset some people with this and and I just, you know, I knew it. I didn't know how much, but I knew it. And then, like I said, I started receiving that feedback that let me know, you know, I have to keep moving forward with this, whether I upset people or not. So the second song I put out was called Jesus, What Happened to Us. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, those first two songs really were, uh, they came out of prayer and they're prayer songs really, you know, Um, and the videos for them are just a reflection of, the world as it is right now the first video was a clip show of just images the second video was um video footage you know that we, it was just getting passed around for the most part and that video uh for Jesus what happened to us uh it got censored it started it got uh demonetized and then it got an age restriction put on it you have to be 18 years or older to watch this video and i'm going like You know, this was my first bout with censorship online. I'm going like, this is 18 years old. I'm like looking at other videos online, other music videos, right? Where people are getting shot. People are naked. People are, you know, uh, being overtly provocative in disgusting ways. And they're perfectly, you know, they're monetized with hundreds of millions of views. And so I'm I'm realizing, oh, like, you know, for the first time, all that stuff that you hear about these people are shadow banned and though, you know, this website's censoring people, uh, it entered my world. And to me, it made me honestly, I like, I looked at it and I was like, okay, I have to test this now as an artist, because what they're doing is not just censoring information. They're censoring art. They're interpreting art for people now. And I started leaning into it from one song to the next and, by the time I got to Sad Little Man, which was about Fauci, I was really pushing it because I had a direct statement on somebody specific with this narrative. And the song itself I kept pretty open lyrically. I didn't say Fauci. I didn't say vaccines. I didn't say I didn't say anything. And I don't I don't think the word COVID has entered any of my songs or any anywhere along the way. Um and so I, I like to keep it open that way. Um because it is art. It's supposed to be open for interpretation. And and there are other ways to say things without being so direct about it. Um, but it was also a test to see, okay, how how will they handle this video? And so, uh, you know, it's not until you see the video that Fauci is, you know, it's a cartoon of a of Fauci. Um, it's like a stop motion cartoon. Of Fauci as a snake oil salesman traveling through the city, different cities and, you um, know, you know, he's he's jabbing people, and it's a pretty direct video as far as what that video is saying. Um, but it was flagged as medical misinformation. And I had so much back and forth with YouTube, uh, Google Creator Support, all the all these little back-end things for creators saying saying, What is the medical misinformation? That's what I want to know. You flagged it as something. What specifically is the medical misinformation? Because even though Fauci's in it, even though uh, there are syringes throughout the video. You're still interpreting what is in those syringes. You're still interpreting what I'm saying in in a in a way, you know. Um, but there's but I don't directly say you can't get this, don't get that, you know. There's no medical misinformation is my point. Um, and so they suppressed that video. They they were hiding it from search results and um I had people telling me they couldn't find it. So I did my own tests on it. it was like, "Oh, I can't even find my own video on here." So to me, you know, if you're if you were following me before and then you saw me started to speak out, I really was transparent about what I was going through. I I post this stuff on my Twitter all the time. You know, YouTube has, you know, censored another video. They demonetize this one because if you're looking out outward into this artist that you've been following, my hope is whether you agree with what I'm saying or not, you're seeing an artist get. You're seeing it happen. There's no denying. You know what is happening. The censorship. You can't deny that. That. there's censorship happening when regardless of my music regardless of of anything when we started misspelling the word vaccine online or or to to get it through the algorithms when we started using emojis to say what we wanted to say because we knew it would get flagged otherwise or the fact that we are crossing out the word vaccine on on images and stuff we it, it there's it's irrefutable. We are under attack on on free speech, so it is interesting though. You know you can you can flag the doctors. You can you can make that argument about information, particularly. But as an artist saying something, speaking up at this time, um, it is interesting to see that they've really crossed a line now. They're interpreting art for people. They're telling you, well, you can't see that. You know, it, it'd be like if you were at a museum staring at a painting or, or you, you know, you might've, or whatever. And then, and then a security guard stands in front of you and it's like, you're not allowed to look at that one. You know, wouldn't that be insane, right? If somebody was standing in front of you or plugging your ears for you saying, you can't hear this. You're not allowed to see that, you know? So that, that's sort of been my perspective is, uh, you know, there's an attack on art now. Now, my, 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 uh, my way of handling it has been to lean in more and more each time instead of back up, which I think is supposed to be what rock and roll is all about. And um, that's the other side of this coin is that uh, rock and roll was a no show to the most <laughs> important rebellious time in our, uh, our lifetime. So I feel like I have an obligation, you know, as a fan of music as somebody that grew up thinking who had an idea of what rock and roll was supposed to be. I feel like, um, you know, that, that needs to be represented more and more. So regardless of whether or not I get a band or shadow band or my channel gets taken down, um, I'm just going to continue to lean into it and I'll find other ways and other means to say what I want to say.
1: Yeah. The, the episode of my show on the radio that, uh, got the most grief. I, there were letters that were sent into the radio station and, and, uh, lots of phone calls. Apparently I have no idea how many they made it sound like (laughs) it was lots. It was probably four or five, who knows, but regardless, Mm -hmm. it was one that I said, it's time to speak your truth. That was the title of the show. Mm -hmm. And all I did, I didn't even say what, it's like what you said with the, with the sad little man. I didn't specifically say what truth I thought you needed to be speaking. I said, mm-hmm. however you feel in this moment, stand up and let your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what happened to all those protest rockers of the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s during the Vietnam War There were hundreds of them, right, protesting this horrible atrocity that they thought was going on over in Vietnam. And regardless of how you feel about the war, I don't care one way or the other. I love that they were standing up and letting their voices be heard. And all those voices are just silent right now. There are so few five times Augusts out there. And it has to be frustrating for you. It's frustrating as can be for me.
2: Yeah. Well, these are my heroes growing up, you know, right. these, these people. These were all the people that inspired me to go down this pathway with my life. And and like I said, I always felt on the outskirts of that. I thought I'll never be as cool as the Beatles or Bob Dylan or, <laughs> you know, but, at you know, that was sort of the thing that dawned on me. I was like, where's Bob Dylan? And so I put those shoes on for the first time and I was like, fine, you know, I'll be Bob Dylan and and that, you know, there's a lot of homages to that purposely uh in this music because it's a no show, you know, it's a direct nod. I have a song called Anti-Fascist Blues that is um you know, it is a nod to subterranean homesick blues to to Bob Dylan. I get people that go, "Oh, you knocked off Bob Dylan." I'm like, "Well, first of all, Bob Dylan just took the blues and he made his own song out of it, so it's the blues." <laughs> but on top of that, it, that's the point of it. Is it? It just goes over their head. Is that uh, it's not here right now? So here it is.
1: You know, um, well, and unlike Dylan, you can sing. So, you know, he, he could write,
3: <laughs> get that and sing. <laughs> hey, I could sing it like this if I
2: wanted to. Um, yeah, but, you know, like, uh, I, I do think, though, like, there's a lot of power behind when you put this information behind a melody, um, it, it can strike a different chord than just watching the doctors say what they want to say. I think that the doctors are the true rock stars of the entire thing that has happened the doctors that have been silenced and and suppressed that have risked their reputations and their practices to 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 speak truth to power they're the real rock stars of this whole thing um and uh, uh but the thing is that you know you can you have the media and the government and big pharma. They can make their their arguments to the average person because it's just information. Once you add melody, there's a whole new feeling to it, and I think that that's what's sort of been missing over the last couple of years. Um, when you can't strike a nerve with somebody until you know there's that emotion involved in the vibration of the music and the melody that hits you and. Um, you know, that's what I try to do that's not being done because I admire what the doctors are doing so much and and they need to be at the forefront of the the fight. But I want to sort of act as a companion to what they're saying, uh, a companion piece because it's so easy for the average person to be like, well, that doctor's a quack, you know. But Mm -hmm. if they see one of my videos and they go, well, I don't agree with it, but the song's catchy then it's already there, right? You you know, as a music fan, like there's so much music that we might not agree with it, the message specifically, but once it's in your brain, the melody, it's it cycles through, right? And it's in there and and it keeps churning. And that's how programming works. That's why they know to get Pfizer partners in, from the music industry. That's why they know to get Pink and whoever else has spoke up for Pfizer over the last couple of years is because they know that they can put those things. I think uh, the Rolling Stones made a song that was like a big pharma shill song with uh, Adam Levine. And I thought that at first I thought, okay, here we go. They're going to call him out now. It was pro big pharma it was the Rolling Stones siding with the man, right? And, uh, it's just so aggravating, so disheartening. So I take all that and I, I crunch it up and then channel it through what I'm doing right now.
1: Well, you're right. I mean, I've had Dr. McCullough, Peter McCullough on the show a couple of times that you can't sing along to what he's saying. And so <laughs> there is a place for people like you. And, mm-hmm. and I agree. I mean, those guys are rock stars. They really are. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've risked yeah. so much. Uh, and it was funny. I actually had Dr. McCullough on, uh, it's probably been close to a year now. And, and I said, um, I, I said something about him being marginalized and he said, are you kidding me? I have found like the biggest audience of my life. This, you know, it, and it's exactly what you said, right? You, mm-hmm. you may sacrifice a whole bunch of stuff on this side, but you get mm-hmm. the rest on the other. Have you listened to the latest Rogan Jordan Peterson podcast by chance?
2: Uh, I've seen clips of it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That podcast, I, I would highly, highly recommend it. The one that just came out a week or so ago. I wasn't prepared to, to mention it, but I was actually just listening <laughs> to it this morning. And one of the things that he talks about is that it is, it's hard. It's really, really challenging to stand up in the face of fire and speak your truth, knowing that you could lose whatever it is that you stand to lose, whether it's your job, mm-hmm. um, your friends, Uh, family members, you know, whatever it is, there's all these Mm -hmm. things that we all stand to lose if we don't just line up and, and follow along with the herd. Right. Mm -hmm. And yet he said, but then in giving that up, you miss the great adventure of your life. And I don't Mm -hmm. think those are exactly the words, but I think that's Mm -hmm. exactly right. Right. What can we find by standing up and being heard even when it is incredibly uncomfortable? Yeah. Yeah it's 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 a yeah. beautiful beautiful thing on the other side
2: yeah it really is i mean at this point i i am you know it's it's weird to say but i'm enjoying the ride i'm you know the more you lean into it because I said to my wife for like the first year of this, I was like, I'm either burning down everything I've ever worked for, or I'm building something new. And it took a while for me to realize, okay, I am really building something new. I knew there was people out there that wanted to hear this, but the support and the encouragement and and the acknowledgement of each other the appreciation of what i'm doing but then my appreciation of the people that are showing up to the rallies and that we're working together it's a different relationship than i've had uh in the past with the with with people who listen to my music because we're working towards something together and that's very exciting and i think that on the other side of this no matter how long it takes you know that was that was you mentioned earlier that uh you know, talking to your son uh, that he thought it was going to end, you know, soon or would go back to normal. Right. And that dawned on me, you know, early on, I thought, you know, like I said, you know, these songs might probably be irrelevant in a year. And then the further along we get into it, the more I leaned into it, I realized, oh, we're going to be fighting this fight the rest of our lives. This is the rest of my life, is, you know, fighting for my kid's future because so much damage has been done. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we're, I think on the other side of this is, is the best time to be alive. It's like right underneath us. It's just, there's a lot of froth on top of garbage and and mm-hmm. corruption and everything. But, um, right underneath this, I mean, we have this luxury of technology and the information age and all these you know, uh, clean water, things that, you know, for the first time in a 100 years, it's all culminated to this, like, beautiful time to be alive, but so many people are tainting it, right? Our information are, that we have in the information age is being controlled and censored and silenced. If we can remove that, then what a beautiful time to be alive, right? Uh, the things they're putting in our water and our food, right? We have all this convenience at our disposal, but it's just being tainted. We haven't stopped to go... You know, let's slow down, okay? We don't have to just keep charging ahead as is, because it's obviously not working out for us. Um, it's time to sort of say, okay, we have some conveniences, but also what was good about before you know all of this conveniences? Um, like speaking about food, like you know, the the uh I'm going off on a side conversation That's here, okay. if you don't mind, but like I was having this conversation recently about um the tv dinner and it was introduced to us at at some point in the 50s and and then we all grew up and moved forward with tv dinners and then you know little by little everybody realized we're getting sick from our food and maybe we shouldn't and now we're going maybe we shouldn't nuke our food all the time right we had this convenience but like we we don't have to do that anymore you know we have we can all grow our own food if we want to but even that's being uh taken over. So I, I, we're just at a weird point in in humanity where we have all this luxury. It's being corrupted. We have to stop and sort of readjust and I've 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 sort of compared it to uh we're just in a pubescent ugly time, right? Our voice is changing and uh <laughs> it's ugly. We you know it's it's the ugly you know, pimple side of, of humanity Mm -hmm. right now where we have to get through. But on the other side is a mature adult that, you know, uh, knows what it's doing, but I should digress because, uh, I'm going off on a tangent.
1: No, (laughs) I, it's actually really interesting because it brought something to mind that I've thought about a little bit, but you, I don't know, you shined a light on it in a different way. You know, I've done this show for 15 years. And for 15 years, I've talked about why we shouldn't nuke all of our food and why we need to be careful of genetically modified organisms and, you know, why we need to supplement our nutrition because the soil has been depleted and all these different things. That's what my whole show has always been about. I guess those were my love songs, right, to, to mm-hmm. put it in in your, your camp. Mm-hmm. And now half my show... Is talking about censorship and propaganda and government intervention and all these other things. And I used to talk about that in regards to FDA and CDC and Big Pharma because I've always been keeping an eye on those guys. One of the reasons that I was so early on in this protest era when everything was so con- confusing Right. When we were trying to figure out where the heck did this thing even get where did it come from? How bad is it? Uh, it, Was it created or, you know, is it natural? And all the other stuff that was happening in early 2020, I had already kind of seen behind that curtain to a large degree. Most people now are looking at Bill Gates and saying, whoa, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. stay back. Right. Well, I've been calling that dude out for years. But most of my show was just about how to live a healthier life. I wasn't putting a whole lot of focus Mm -hmm. on all this other stuff. And as I've shifted gears and said, Okay, it's gotta be advocacy, advocacy, advocacy as much as possible. It has been really, really interesting um to to watch that happen. And and I think you're right. I really do believe. Um, you know, I Del Big Tree on not too long ago and and he said, We're winning. You know, mm-hmm. we're winning. And that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, do you think we're winning? Do you think that the tide is turning and that we're actually winning this silent war that you sing about?
2: Yeah, I do. Um, I felt like, you know, when I really felt like we were winning was uh, the first kind of like thing that really made me feel that was coming back from that first defeat the mandates rally in in washington dc i wrote a whole thing about it and uh i had some a few days after i got back i digested it all and let it sink in and and i posted this long long thing which i rarely do on on online but i just had to let everybody know like we've already won we just have to keep doing what we're doing because there's just no stopping this. like like the, the censorship, for example, every time something gets censored, it brings more attention to it. When sad little man my video got censored, it, it was the best thing that could have happened for it, right? because it shoved the conversation forward, right. And the more um, like vaccine injury stories keep getting suppressed, the more they come bubbling up. And so you just learn to lean into it. I I, I just am at this point think like just charge ahead. You know, whoever wants to come along and charge ahead, have no fear because we're winning. You know, whatever it is you think you're going to, uh, that you're risking or that you fear losing, um, just know, you know, there's number one, a gigantic support system in place here in this movement. You know, people will have your back. Um, people will support what you're doing. If, if you know, uh, you mentioned your your business, you know, we had a couple local businesses during uh lockdown era where you know they weren't requiring masks that were getting reported well guess what that made me go there more right that made me go well that's my people right there and they're standing up for what's right and um so yeah i think that we are winning i very much think that and as as long as we don't you know bow down i think that you know you mentioned earlier that the silent war is a little more silent right now and it's because things have relatively been relaxed right things have the all the pressure to mask up and stay inside and all of the shot propaganda that's being thrusted it's subsided a little bit and they're sort of bringing it back you can see they keep trying to like Bring it back in in little pops and clicks. A a, a mayor over here will say we might need to bring back masks. Or now we're seeing Pfizer is partnering with uh, celebrities again, and they're they're shoving that in our face again. Um, But people have had enough of it, you know. Looking at that new Pfizer campaign, the no plan, the uh, what is it? No plan go campaign with Pink and Questlove and Michael Phelps and some other musicians and actors and uh, people are tired of it and they see through it. And, you know, when you look at like even I pay attention to little details like uh, uh, the World Health Organization's Twitter account has 12 million followers on it. But when they post something, they get like less than 100 reactions, 100 likes. Right. That's really observable information, because if it was true, if this many people were actually behind their propaganda and their message um then you would see that interaction online i'm not saying it's not there at all because some people are still brainwashed but it's a lot less than than we're led to believe it's just that the media has the bullhorn and so they're constantly let you know shouting it right the grammys was sponsored by pfizer so they have that bullhorn to put you know their message on tv and um You know, that's just how it works, but it's not reality. The reality is that people are waking up um, in massive amounts at this point, I think, especially when you can't escape it. When people are now falling over on TV, um, you know, and you have, um, who was it? I think Scott Adams recently, the Dilbert illustrator, came, uh, came around to saying, Yeah, the the anti-vax crowd uh, is—they won the argument, and I didn't really agree with how he presented it, because he said that um, the argument uh, that our our side of things was the lesser, uh, the the less strong argument, but it turned out to be the stronger argument in the end. And I'm like, no, it was always the stronger argument because the facts were there. And we knew it was always the stronger one. That's why it won. And so we won the moment that this battle began. It's just that we have to really, I think, keep molding it and pushing it forward and find creative ways to, to, to push in this information out there.
1: Yeah. I, you stated it so well. I absolutely agree. And and I do want to bring up one little point, point. Uh, and I know that uh, we're, we're up against the time I told you we'd take here, so hopefully you're okay <laughs> for a couple more minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the accidental partnership that Pfizer made with Project Veritas was pretty cool. Like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was my favorite partnership they've had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and th- that's the thing though, Brad, this stuff just keeps happening like you said and and we keep winning battles uh mm-hmm. here and there and and all over the place I mean here in Utah uh, mm-hmm. I just got a text message saying that the there there is a there's a bill that we've been pushing for the last couple of weeks since the legislature has been in session uh, mm-hmm. to prevent any type of uh, medical mandate essentially and it just got mm-hmm. through Congress. And nobody's pushing for a mandate in Utah right now, but we're actually proactively saying, you know what, we're not ever going to have to have that conversation again. And mm-hmm. these are the battles that we're winning that make me believe that we are absolutely winning the war. I, I 100% yeah. agree.
2: Yeah, I think it's 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 just not sustainable. Everything that they've built, this narrative, I've compared it to like if you used to watch uh, like uh, Saved by the Bell in the 80s or 90s growing <laughs> up, like you would have like Zach Morris would create a lie. And then you go throughout the episode and the lie would build and build and build until he couldn't contain it anymore and it come crumbling down mm-hmm. on 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 the show. And that's what I think is happening is like they created this lie and it's just going to keep, you know, building and building until it just completely topples on on itself. And so, yeah, the sweater is definitely unraveling. At a rapid yeah, rate,
1: I think the emperor is stark naked and people are starting to see it. There's no doubt about it. All right. So just really quickly before I do let you go, um, w- of course, we have the, the question mark of the censorship. But a couple hours after we finish this Conversation and we are recording now for release a few days from now. You're debuting a new one on on. Uh, I almost said MTV <laughs> on YouTube, <laughs> as if MTV ever it shows will never talking. be on MTV. <laughs> 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 right, but on YouTube called Gates Behind the Bars, and uh, mm-hmm. I am. Really excited to see that! I'll be tuning in to the mm-hmm. premiere for sure. But mm-hmm. um, so that's that's the latest thing. We already talked about the new album, mm-hmm. which is this chronological release of essentially mm-hmm. protest songs. But I'll also say mm-hmm. the counter songs to propaganda is really what mm-hmm. this album's all about. And and so mm-hmm. those are a couple of ways that you can uh, get involved and help support what Brad's doing right now. Wh- what other ways can people? Get behind what you're doing, share your message, support mm-hmm. you financially and otherwise to make sure that at least you as a musician get your voice mm-hmm. heard. Well, you know, we live in a really uh, cool
2: time. We can still get information out there and sharing the music, sharing the videos, you know, purchasing it obviously is important. It helps me just basically just keep making music and videos. Um but, uh, you know, you go to the website, all the music's there, uh, the links, there's shirts and other ways to support. Um, some people have asked about sending donations and there's a donation link at the bottom of the um, at the bottom of the page. But really, you know, I think it's time that, you know, we just had the Grammys. Everybody's talking about Sam Smith's uh, satanic performance uh, from last night. And uh I'm I'm looking at this going like, okay, we can complain about that all you want. Or you can start building up your own uh, culture. And and that's what I think is the point. You know, whether it's me or some of the other guys in the movement, there's a good handful of really talented independent artists. There's uh, Hi-Rez and Jimmy uh, that have put out some great tracks. Joseph Arthur is another great songwriter who's been putting out protest songs Um, there's a whole slew of, of guys just, just that we're independent and we need that kind of support because once, once we start creating our own culture, um, you remove the other stuff, you know, you start to ignore the other stuff. And so just, you know, make sure you continue to share it, make sure you get it out there, post it wherever you can tell friends and family. And it's got to be a really grassroots thing because a lot of us are facing, um, that censorship and suppression, but there's, the the real thing that really showed me the power of what we can do together is when this album came out um, in November, and it and it got up to number five on the Amazon best selling charts, next to Taylor Swift and Bruce Springsteen. It was Taylor Swift number four, Silent War by Five Times August number five, and Bruce Springsteen's new album at number six. And like I'm sitting there going. This is amazing, not just because my music's on this chart, but like it's up there. We just punched the culture war in the face, and this is what we can do together. You know, so every time you see an artist that's speaking out, embrace it, nurture it, cultivate it, because that is how we move past this. This is how we get those nasty videos off of, you know, when, when people stop paying attention to that stuff and start turning their heads towards what they actually want that's when we change things so you know just continue to support it and check it out and 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 share it with friends i really can't say more than that because we've accomplished so much just by doing that and that's a really incredible statement that you know i don't have that machine behind me that taylor swift machine no. behind me so for the, this guy who recorded an album out of his bedroom to to punch all the way through to an Amazon, you know, and you think about the platform in and of itself, that's Amazon. Uh, That's what we did as a movement. And so I think that there's a lot of potential there that we could tap into. It's just that more artists need to speak out, more people need to nurture uh, those artists speaking out, not just in music, but also illustrators, actors, comedians across the board in entertainment. I think that's how we really defeat this, this battle.
1: Yeah, go out and and watch Jim Brewer, for instance. His yeah. uh, special that came out a uh, mm-hmm. year ish ago, maybe not quite, is not only mm-hmm. hysterical, but my gosh, is it
0: yeah, accurate? Yeah, so good. Yeah, <laughs>
1: incredible. And Jimmy and Hi Rez, amazing. Mm-hmm. Watching you and them perform uh, at the Defeat the Mandates rally in LA was just, it was so awesome. Again, as a music mm-hmm. fan, it's like, yes. There's somebody mm-hmm. out there with musical talent that's willing to stand up and let their voice be heard. And I, I appreciate it very much. We're going to link to mm-hmm. all of these things as much as I can in the show description. So if you're listening, uh, make sure you check out we'll, we'll link to Five Times August, the website and uh, also YouTube channels and all that stuff. We'll even uh, throw a bone out to to uh, Jimmy and hi Res and a few others of these Um and and make sure that people are able to find that stuff. And then, like I say at the end of every episode of Vitality Radio, if you like what you hear, go tell somebody. Go tell somebody that there are avenues where we can still speak the truth and hear the truth unfiltered. And um, and now you can also listen to the music. So I am going to ask you one more favor before <laughs> I let you go. I got to have you play you another song. Now I'm leaning towards yep. my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will not be leaving quietly, but if there's something else you'd rather play, do it. No,
2: that was on, that was, uh, you know, I know that's one of your favorites. So I was going to play that for you. All right. Awesome. Thank you. You got it.
3: You can hate me, try to break me. Talk me down and denigrate me All oh, you can try to silence every word But I will not be leaving quietly, no I won't leave, I won't leave I will not be leaving quietly And you can mock me, try to outsmart me you can shame me and try to blame me, or you can do your best to shut me up. But I will not be leaving quietly, no. I won't leave. I won't leave. I will not be leaving quietly. I'm gonna stand here and I fight for every word I'm gonna shout. The truth until you know it's her. I'm gonna stand here and I fight for every word I'm gonna shout. The truth until you know it's her. Yeah, yeah. can scold me, attempt to control me, ban me and censor and
1: label
3: and troll me. You can push me, try to kick me out, but I will not be leaving quietly, now. I won't leave, I won't leave, I will not be leaving quietly. You can mute me, strike and dispute me, dumb down the rest, yeah, but I'll keep refusing, you can pretend like you've seen the last of me, but I will not be leaving, quietly, no, I won't leave, I won't leave, I will not be leaving, quietly. I'm gonna stand here and I'll fight for every word I'm gonna shout. The truth until you know it's her. I'm gonna stand here and I'll fight for every word I'm gonna shout. The truth until you know it's her. Yeah, yeah. can hate me, try to break me, talk me down and denigrate me, All oh, you can try to silence every word, but I will not be leaving quietly, now. I won't leave, I won't leave, I will not be leaving quietly, no. I won't leave, I won't leave, I will not be leaving quietly, I won't leave, I won't leave, I will not be leaving quietly.
1: Thank you so much, Brad. Like my own little (laughs) private concert. So awesome. (laughs) You got it.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for having me on today.
1: Absolutely. Appreciate everything that you're doing. Uh, Good luck in your future endeavors. And if you ever want to jump on again and uh, even for a few minutes to share, you know, what else you're doing or where you're going to be that people can listen to you and watch you perform. uh, I know I want to take every opportunity (laughs) that I get to hear you get up on the stage and play myself. So thank you so much. You got it. Thanks.
0: You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young.
3: Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.